Hey everybody, this is Politic with this week's Distorted Nation Marquee for you. So on May 8th, we've got Hell or High Water playing at the boardwalk. May 10th is going to be Dead by Nightfall, Artemis Gone, Devoid of Reality, Ashes in August, and Of Arson. That's also at the boardwalk. Next day, May 11th, Truly Terrifying, Sour Diesel, Barfly Effect at the Stag in Woodland. May 15th is going to be Track Fighter at the Powerhouse Pub in Folsom. May 18th is Nerf War, hosted by V103.net, featuring dog food, Carly Doltane Band musical chairs at Safetyville, U.S. Say, go down there and see Secor. May 18th is going to be the Axis CD release with Terraferno Sucker Punch for all I've done at Stucky's. The 24th of May, Save the Pussy Benefit Show for the SPCA at On the Y, featuring After the Flesh, Descendant, and Defiant Circle. May 25th is Volumes Glass Cloud with Wolves and Made of the Mist at the Boardwalk. June 1st, Adonis DNA at Stucky's. And on June 7th, we have Long Beach Rehab at Stucky's. This has been Politic for the Distorted Nation Marquee, brought to you by Strapcast. Please consult your doctor before taking Strapcast. Strapcast may have side effects of vomiting, fever, rash, diarrhea, and in extreme cases, death. Everybody, this is C-Core. This is Politic. And we are the Outcasters. I feel like we should say that like in unison or something. We should be like, we are the Outcasters. <laughs> With like our arms out. Yeah, no, I don't think I'd uh, be like, partaking in the arms out like, part. Like Brady Bunch shit, man. Yeah, no. Like running down the stairs. We're the Outcasters. No, I'm good with that. <laughs> you, gotta, so, you gotta get all the audiences, man. Even the kids. Dude, I don't think anyone would let their kids listen to us. If they're smart, they won't. <laughs> That's why they let their kids listen to us. Because they're all stupid. Wow. Yeah, so we, we just lost our other two fans. Yes! We just called them stupid. Yes! Perfect record. Zero fans. All right. <laughs> Speaking of fans, this weekend, 
is Mother's Day. Are you doing something special for Polly Mom? No. Okay, then I'll have to take care of you. <laughs> Polly no. Mom, I'll take you out to dinner. I'll treat you right. I already took her out to dinner, man. You went on a date with your mom? It's kind of weird. Depends on what country <laughs> you're in. Or state, Mississippi. <laughs> Alabama. Arkansas. So, anywho's. What, what's up, man? What's anything going on with you? Man? Uh, just same old, same old, man. I, I know I never have any cool stories about my life personally. Like, usually the cool stories about me come out when we do uh, You Know What I Hate. You Know What I Hate? <laughs> Which we haven't done in a while, actually. Yeah, I'm kind of like on a time reference or time, time brand crunch right now. Yeah. Well, uh, it, it wouldn't be so bad if we didn't start late. Yeah. I, hey, I did say show up early. Yeah. And you were 15 minutes late. Well, I show up at 3.15 every time. <laughs> And by the way, DJ Peanut Butter fucked it all up. Yeah, te- fuck you, Ryan. Fuck. Hey, Walking you your- blew it. Oh, whatever. People know who he is. <laughs> Fucking Frosty McDickle. Locking your keys in the goddamn car, making me go get your little clicky thing and take it out to you. Yeah, good job not having a spare or a AAA or fucking anything. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. He, he dropped the ball on that one. But him and Joe were... Uh, we're at the register with a line, and then, ah, and then, uh, apparently, there's some actually some uh, upstanding citizens still in the world today. Apparently, some lady was buying a box of wine, and it didn't get rung up, so she went back inside. Yeah, people will do that sometimes. I'm always really surprised. Like, I'm always, I'm always happy that they're honest, but I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, it's like <laughs> just keep. You're already outside the door. Just keep walking with your box of wine. Yeah, seriously. I mean, you're white trash for buying a box of wine, but <laughs> you fucking come back and not be white trash by bringing it back in to pay for it. Right. It's not <laughs> like you meant to take it. Like, you brought it up. If 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 you bring it up to the register and I fail to, like, bring it... Dude, that's a bonus for you. Yeah, it's on me now. It's not on you, but, I mean, you know, I appreciate the honesty, but it's like, fucking keep it. <laughs> yeah. So, anywho. Should we just dive on into it this week? I believe we there should. There is a bunch of stuff going on. Whole shitload. Um, you heard about uh, 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 the manhunt going on right now in Northern California, right? Uh, for who? Uh, in uh, Shingle, Shingle Town, California, authorities are searching for a 45-year-old man uh, who they say fatally shot you his You almost wife. just burped into the mic, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> uh, would have been nice to burp a cheeseburger and iced tea, but somebody didn't bring nothing over. Hey, you got a car and hands and money? You were on the way over. Let me let me take a sip of my tea. Dick. Mm. Oh, it's so sweet and cold. Yeah, so is my fist in your Kinda face like in your a second. Mom. I don't oh, know why that you. works. <laughs> I just go with it. Uh, so a 45-year-old man shot his wife and two young daughters um, in the rural area of Northern California of Shing- Shingletown. Uh... They believe him to be heavily armed and dangerous. They've been searching for him. Uh, Sheriff Lieutenant Dave Kent uh, said on Wednesday, uh, he's prime suspect that we're looking into. Nobody else. Um, Kent said Shasta County Sheriff's deputies received a call from Miller's residence around 7.45 p.m. Tuesday when they arrived. They found the bodies of Miller's wife, Sandy, 34, and two daughters, Shelby, 8, and Shasta, 4. So How the dude fucked just up is that? went off and like shot his family. That's what they're saying. Yeah. Any, any clue why? Um, have to catch him to find out. Um, just crazy, probably. See Miller and let's see Miller and said 
believed he he they believe him to be driving a gold uh colored tw- 2010 Dodge Mega Cab pickup with a camper shell. So if anyone sees that out there, um we should throw a camper shell on DJ Peanut Butter's truck. <laughs> Get the police after him while he's delivering newspapers like with the Christopher Dorner thing. I forgot about that. Well, they said that uh they found they someone called in and said they saw the car up in Humboldt and um about 45 or 40 miles south of Eureka, uh, they say that he that he might be like the you bring up the um, Christopher Dorner. Christopher Dorner. Mm. They say he might be heading to a cabin up there, which is filled like, with weapons. It's it's like a replay. Yeah, pretty much. So apparently, what you have to do is set that cabin on fire immediately. Then, now that we've learned from our past mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I mean, like, he, so he just. Went off and just killed his family and drove off? Pretty much. And they, they're still looking for him as of right now. Um, they have yet to find him. And You said he lived in the middle of nowhere, basically, right? Yeah, you know, rural California, northern what? California. Must have uh, been all the meth. <laughs> meth labs and unpaid hookers. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's Oklahoma. If Never wait, mind. If they're unpaid, they're not hookers. <laughs> they're just sluts. That, oh, I forgot. <laughs> We're not in Oklahoma. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, if, you know, anybody hears anything or sees anything, you know, report it. Um, if you're up in that area, I know we have many listeners up there. Um, <laughs> so, hopefully they catch this dude. I mean, for you to fucking kill your wife and two daughters, it's pretty fucked up, I think. So, yeah, I'm, no doubt, man. I, I don't even understand that kind of thing. It's just, what what causes you to go off like that? I mean, did they did they just... I, I don't even know. There's no way it could take that much. But, I mean, at least, you know, you're talking about up there they have unpaid hookers. I guess, you know, hookers will go with anyone these days is what I hear. What's that supposed to mean? Well, I mean, you know, there's, there's like, you know, as long as you got money, they'll they'll go with anybody, right? I mean, it's just like that kid. Did you hear about that kid? Oh, yeah, that I know what you're talking about now. <laughs> you're like fucking throwing me signals and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? I've got like the flags out that they use to like guide airplanes in. It's <laughs> like, like, dude, the kid with the horror story. See, I, I I tried to have like a different order in things, and he's just trying to throw me out of you know out of the boat here. Segways is segways, bitches. Yeah, but I had a different segue into a different story. Also. Also, speaking of fans in the beginning, why don't we have one in here? It is hot as balls. We do need to get a fan in here. <laughs> <laughs> they were saying that when we recorded Distorted Nation, we had drawing out life in here. And they were like, it's hot in here. And I'm like, I know. I tried turning on the air, but uh, apparently it didn't turn on in time. <laughs> that sucks. So, uh, where is it? And I'm in double layers too, man. Because I'm stupid, apparently. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> on, your, on your toes, on your toes, on your toes. So, I actually prepared for the show this time. Like, you know, I printed out a bunch of stories and highlighted shit and, and everything. And I and fucked now, it all And up. now Heath fucks it all up out of my order. <laughs> um, all right. So, talking about unpaid hookers and shit. Well, technically, she did get paid. But uh, Derricka Brooks uh, was arrested um, because in Chicago, a 14-year-old decided to order up a hooker with an iPad. Yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> so, was it uh, hookers.com? Uh, it doesn't say where they Sluts found her. For probably, rent. probably Craigslist or something. Craigslist. Yeah, but you know twenty-two-year-old. So a fourteen-year-old hired this hooker. Twenty-two-year-old Derricka Brooks showed up to the kid's house, and after arriving, 
she instructed the teen to get naked and get in the get in the bedroom and take take off his pants and then she had him laying in bed and then she pepper sprayed him. Awesome. And then she stole the kid's piggy bank and stole <laughs> another jar of money out of his parents' room and the iPad. <laughs> nice. Uh, so well, at least she won't get hit with statutory rape. Well, she <laughs> was uh she was on the iPad searching. So they did the little theft search mm-hmm. and found her in a motel a couple blocks away and she has been uh arrested for armed robbery and assaulting uh, a minor or whatever and uh she's being held on a $10,000 uh bail. Let's see, she's going to she's looking to face 6 to th- uh 6 to 30 years in prison. And they're saying that the kid isn't going to be pre- being forced with any charges of solicitation because he should have learned his lesson through all this. They're getting pepper sprayed and having his shit stolen? Uh, Yeah, I can see that. But, I mean, what's up with that range? Six to 30 years. It all depends on how, you know, like, you know, it was armed robbery, assault, you know, she was a hooker. Well, it's so just soliciting it's a huge sex. range. It's like when Comcast calls you and they're like, we'll be over there some, sometime between 8 p.m. tomorrow and October. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, how much could she have really gotten out of this kid's piggy bank? Doesn't matter. I mean, she also stole a jar of money from the parents' room, and then she stole fucking the iPad. It's like all changed. She's walking down the walking down the road, jingling and shit. <laughs> Bums are following her. Like you say, take a roll, pennies. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't even bother unrolling them either. Just throw the whole thing so they don't have to pick them up. So, all right. <laughs> Enough with that business. Um, so the biggest thing in the news right now, Amanda Berry, Gina De Jesus, and um, I think Michelle De Knight Jesus. in uh, Ohio. Oh, Cleveland. the crazy guy, right? The one that had him chained up. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That had them kidnapped for ten years. Yeah, I've been hearing little bits and pieces about that, but uh. Um, I honestly don't know all that much about it, uh, to be God honest. Well, what happened was um, three women who went missing separately about a decade ago when they were teens or early 20s had been tied up and found alive Monday in a residential area just south of downtown. The three brothers were arrested, police said. So basically, I, I was reading it, and they said that the three there's three brothers but the two of them were let off, and it was really only the one brother that had these three women that he'd had them tied up in a dungeon, basically, in the basement, and then different rooms in the house, and he would sexually assault them. Mm-hmm. And, of course, like the J.C. Dugard, uh, Amanda Berry, the one that was all over the news for the longest time, uh, ended up having a kid. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. And um, so long story short, basically, he just kept them for 10 years tied up he you know the and it's funny because this is what i don't get all these stories now are coming out where oh well we called the cops because we saw a naked a naked woman in the back lawn on a, tied up to a leash or something really being like you know walked through to the outside because they had like a separate garage type thing shed okay. thing and so oh you mean like it was a separate building from the house yeah itself? so that oh, okay he, he, there was a couple times where they he, he walked them from the house to the separate building and they say that they called the, these people, the neighbors called the cops and the cops just drove by. And since there were no lights on, they just kept driving. Really? And so there's going to, you know, just like the JC Dugard, you know, the 
probation officer showed up, never checked the whole house or nothing. Yeah. Um, there were three, I think there were three stories where the cops showed up to the house and they knocked on the door. No one was home. So they just left. And basically now there's all these other people saying that, oh, well, we heard these noises and blah, blah, blah. And you know what? I just really, this is my big thing on this. Where the hell is the fucking, fucking, uh, uh, news interviewer? What what is that called? Um, reporter, news reporter that has the balls just to be like, oh, so this is all your fault. Like, really? You fucking knew about this five years ago. Oh, you mean to the cops? Yeah, like oh, okay. no, no to the to the people that reported it, the neighbors. Uh, oh, well, fucking! I you mean, obviously knew something was going on because you heard screams. You say you saw naked people in leashes and shit tied yeah. up. Fucking! I mean, why wouldn't you make a big enough stink about it to where fucking it got investigated? If you knew the cops drove by and just did nothing, why wouldn't you call again and keep keep fucking going on with it? Well, didn't you say they came back three times? But it was different. Um, Different reasons each time, and the cops never did anything each time. Huh. I don't really have a good answer for that. I don't really know. That's, uh, I mean, if it's, you would think, if if it was different reasons each time. <laughs> I, know, I know right now, if I heard, like, screams, like, for a couple nights in a row or something. Yeah. From a neighbor's house. Yeah. I would be knocking on my neighbor's door and be like, hey, bro, you doing some fucked up shit here? Dude, if I heard screams from my neighbor's house, I wouldn't be knocking on my neighbor's door. I'm going to be the next fucking one. Are you serious? Fucking, I would get my care. get my throat slit. Dude, I'd fucking shit. call the cops. I'd be like knocking on the door. I'd be making a huge stink about it when the cops showed up. I'd be like, "Hey, something's going on in here. Fucking do something about it." Yeah, it's like honestly, where the hell are fucking people's like you know, like common decency and fucking morals and like fucking obviously they knew something was going on and this shit happened for ten years. Yeah, yeah. It's like it almost sounds like the plot of like a horror movie. It's crazy. I mean, it's just retarded that, you know, no one fucking stood up and tried to do anything about it. Um, I mean, I heard a little bit of shit about this, too. Like, the, uh, um, I'd heard that, um, that the lady having the baby, um, wasn't the only time that happened. Like, he got, he got the girls pregnant a number of times and would, I think I heard, he, like, he, he would, would punch him in the stomach yeah, beat to beat the it. shit out of him to, to kill it. And you know what's funny is, like, in one of the, in one of the articles I read, it says police fucking uh, took the woman to the hospital and said that they were, like, you know, healthy. Right. Even though they were, like, hella malnourished and shit. <laughs> it was like... Oh, you mean afterwards? Oh, obviously afterwards. They yeah, couldn't take the They were the saying that they were healthy they and everything, and even though they were, like, fucking not. <laughs> no, they're fine. They look like Skeletor. You're supposed to see their <laughs> ribs poking through. That's fine. It's in the magazines. It must be okay. And then the, another biggest thing um, is the 911 call. That the person that took the 911 call is being under uh, review right now because of the way she acted. Like, she was just trying to get her off the phone, basically. Really? I don't know if you guys will hear this. This this video sucks. Sorry, <laughs> I, this one I did not know would do that. <laughs> your your address is beep. No, like she said, like it states you can listen to this on on YouTube anywhere. Basically, 
she says the address that she's at is like 08, but then the officer's like, oh, well, it shows you're calling from 2010 instead of 2008. And so she's like getting, giving her shit about that. And she's like, I'm at a neighbor's house. I just got out. Yeah. I've been missing. My name is Amanda Berry. I'm here. I'm alive. I'm out. Police send the cops. And she's like, okay, we'll talk to the police when she gets when they get there. Really? Well, are they coming right now? We're going to send the next available unit. Well, yeah. What are they? If the units aren't available, how are they going to send somebody? You you find somebody to get there. If you say If someone's saying, I've been kidnapped for 10 years, I'm a person that's been missing in Ohio for, like, all over the news and shit. Mm-hmm. If I mean, obviously, Amanda Berry was a huge name to everybody in town. When you hear that name, fucking someone claiming to be that, they should in, Im- immediately fucking send somebody out there. Regardless if it's a fucking desk cop fucking to get out there. Like, and then she's like, okay, well, talk to the cops when they get there. Okay, but are they kind of, like, she kept pushing her to get off the phone. And she's like, what what, what do you need? Do you need the ambulance? Do you need a fire truck? Yeah. Do you need the cops? Like, she was basically fucking just trying to get her off the damn phone. To play devil's advocate um, here, after hearing that, I would, I might kind of think that was a beautiful noise. By the way, I might kind of think um, if I were the one taking that call, dealing with people on the phone all day and and with criminals and shit, I I think she might have thought it was just some crazy drugged out person. It doesn't matter. She should fucking if you're a nine one one dispatch, you should take each call as a fucking serious event. Because I mean, regardless if there are the fucking retards out there that call for their chicken nuggets and everything. Or the or the dog attacking the deer in the phone booth. <laughs> I mean, like, you should be taking like if someone's calling nine one one, obviously there's something major going on. Well I see what you're saying, but I think there's a certain I think it if I had to guess, obviously I don't work in this or anything, but if I had to guess, you know how they work triage in a uh, an emergency room where it if you come in, like I've had to actually go through it. I sliced my hand open uh, a long time ago all the way down to the bone, and so I went in there, and there were people like with asthma attacks and having heart attacks and shit, and even though I'd been in there for three hours, they kept passing over me because mine wasn't life-threatening. I think it might be kind of like that, where it's like you kind of have to figure out the actual severity of each call and assign to it as it as it needs to be. You know what I mean? I mean, I might be wrong. I'm get like I said, I'm guessing. I don't know. She might just be a dumb bitch. Yeah, so she's like being um, looked into right now. So, but I guess yeah. I mean, I guess I God, I don't remember who I heard this from. Where he would, where the guy that was holding these ladies would like fake like he was leaving the house and see if they tried to escape, and then beat the fuck out of them if they tried to escape to try to get in their heads. Like you know, you never know if he's doing this trick to you. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, the thing was also there was uh, here's another thing about this. There's like a whole bunch of different aspects to this story. Like Charles Ramsey, the guy that found Amanda Barry. Like, here. Oh, this is the guy from the video, huh? Did you li- did you list watch this? I I've kind of seen bits and pieces of it. All right. Well, we're gonna play it real quick. Berry. 
And did you know who that was when you when she said that? When she told me, it didn't register until I got the call in 911. And then I'm like, I'm calling the 911 for Amanda Barry. I thought this girl was dead. You know what I mean? And and she got on the phone and she said, yes, this is me. And the detective uh, Cook, right here, Detective Gregory Cook says, Charles, do you know who you rescued? I said, I said, now, and when did you see it? When did you see Gina? About, about, about five. So about five minutes after the police got here, see, the girl Amanda told the police, I ain't just the only one. It's some more girls up in that house. So they went up there, you know, 30, 40 deep, and when they came out, it was just astonishing because I thought they would come up with nothing. I figured, I mean, whoever she was, and like I say, my neighbor, uh, you, you got you got the, some big testicles to pull this off, bro. Because we see this dude every day. I mean, every day. How long have you lived here? I've been here a year. Okay. You sure come up, bro? Right. I barbecue with, with this dude. We eat ribs and, and whatnot and listen to salsa music. You sure come up, bro? And you had no indication that there was anything. Hey, bro, not a clue that that girl w was in that house or anybody else was in there against their will. Because how he is. Is I, he just comes out to his backyard, plays with the dogs, tinker with his cars and motorcycles, goes back in the house. So he's somebody that you look and you look away because he's not doing nothing but the, the average stuff. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Nothing exciting about him. Well, until today. <laughs> what, was, what was the reaction on the girls' faces? I can't imagine to see the sunlight to be around. Well, I knew something was wrong when a little pretty white girl ran into a black man's arms. <laughs> something's wrong here. Dead giveaway. Dead giveaway. Charles, thank you very Dead much. Giveaway. Awesome. Thank you very much. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Little B white girl went to a black man's arms. <laughs> so, and now here's something that's else is fucking bullshit. Uh, the fact that Charles Ramsey now is coming, like their stories coming out about how he used to be, he used to beat his ex-wife. There's a shocker. But like the thing is, is like. His ex-wife has even come out and said that he's changed. He's a better man now. So the fact that a he helped these girls out, you know, he's basically rescued them. And then fucking now the media is like trying to, you know, tarnish his name, even though he's like totally changed. Yeah. And, you know, become a better person. And I mean, his ex-wife says that, you know, they talk now and, you know, he's he's a better. dude. Oh, oh you're talking about the guy that. Save the girls. Yeah. I thought you meant the guy that was holding them. You said no, no. he beats his wife. I'm like, yeah, no, no Charles shit. Ramsey. Okay, sorry, I was confused there. For no, <laughs> um, Ariel uh, Castro is the dude's name. The like, he's being held on uh, a bond set at eight million dollars. Uh, yeah, that's that should be about right. Um, I'm surprised they even gave him bond at all. I mean, they set it so high that there's no point, but still. I don't. I don't. Well, it's set for two million per case, and I guess he has like fucking four cases against him, so it's mm. eight million. But um, he kidnapped. Let's see, Amanda Berry now twenty-seven, Michelle Knight now thirty-two, Gina DeJesus twenty-three, Castro's two brothers, O'Neill uh, fifty, and Pedro Castro fifty-four, who were arrested with him, but were not charged in connection with the case. Uh, both well, men. Appeared in court on old misdemeanor charges. Um, Do you know why they weren't charged? I mean, they were probably because they didn't have any um, like hard evidence that they helped abduct them. The girl said it was just Ariel. Well, but they clearly knew and they let it go on. Isn't there some kind of? Well, here's a more fucked up shit about it. 
Ariel Castro has a daughter who's actually in prison right now because she slit her 18-month-old son or son or daughter's throat. Wow. Really? He has another daughter who actually used to be friends with uh, Amanda Berry. And so she's like devastated that her father would do this because half the relatives like disconnected themselves from him. Really? So uh, well, it's, it's it's shocking that the people that that guy brought brought up are so fucked up. Said no one ever. <laughs> well, it was just the one daughter that was in prison. She tried right now. to cut her eighteen month old son. There, there had to have been drugs involved in that one. I'm no, sure. probably. <laughs> and then like um, the other story with Michelle Knight is like you know she was only she was eighteen. This is one of the girls that was abducted. No, she was last last twenty one. She was twenty one when she was last seen. In Ohio, um, and the reason that they like the rest of her family just wrote her off that she ran away mm-hmm. because she just lost custody of her son. Okay, so they thought that she just ran away. I mean, I, her can, mom, I can see that, but her mom was the only one that kept looking for her. Yeah. Um. So, um. I don't know. I'm I'm glad all these you know this came out, and I'm glad that you know they got rescued and they're no longer you know held captive or whatever. But at the same time, you know, it, it's more of that fucked up shit that like. Yeah. Really, no one noticed anything. Well, I don't know why the police didn't actually go in there. I mean, knocking on the door, what do you, you know, what does that accomplish? Nothing. It's just like the Jason Dugard shit. I mean, you get, yeah, but at least that guy went into the goddamn house. Yeah. I mean, I have to give him a little bit more credit. At least he went in and was looking for shit. They just went, dum, dum, dum. hello, hello. All right, see ya. Guess nothing's going on. So, I mean, now, I mean, the mayor or governor or whatever is, like, you know, going to look into the police reports and everything and look into everything, of course, because they have to say that now because they're under investigation for right. everything. Um, but, I don't know. It, it It's just one of those things that's, you know, fucked up. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't understand what goes on in the mindset of those kinds of people. So, and on top of that, how did he figure he would be able to keep these people for so long after, especially after seeing them get blown open on the Dugard, JC Dugard case and think nothing was ever going to come of it? I don't know. But like the fact that also, I guess the daughter, the, the Amanda Berry's daughter that, you know, was fathered by this douche. Hmm. Um, I guess he would take her out. The, the little kid, the little girl. Okay. And like take her out in the public. They'd go get ice cream or some bullshit or something and then come back okay like so that kind of makes it even more creepy that he was being nice to that kid that he might have been being nice to that kid i can't really say that definitively but that kind of makes it more creepy for me how are you nice to this kid and then you treat these people like shit and animals and and apparently they found a suicide note when they were searching through the house like saying that he knows he's a fucking mental and that uh because i guess he was going to commit suicide at some point or something and he confessed to all this stuff so um that's really gonna you know help seal his case (laughs) yeah um (laughs) A, a, a note written in his handwriting about all the shit he did yeah i think that's gonna do it so, but Jesus Christ, man! I, I don't know. It, it's it's all over the news. I mean, there's stories. It's been going on for like the last week. I mean, if you if there's something else you guys want to look up on it, just type in, you know, Ohio kidnapping or fucking 
Amanda Berry, any one of the girls' names, and um, all this stuff will come up, and you can find out more. Um, or if there's anything that you hear that you want us to talk about, you can go on to facebook.com slash strapcast and leave it for us there, too, while we're at it. Yeah. So, um, but, yeah, I, I, something kind of popped into my head while you were talking about that, and it's like, and it's kind of unrelated, but it's kind of a, a good comparison thing. Which is wor- Which was worse, the whole Sandy Hook thing that was done with guns, or this guy doing this to these women for 10 years with nothing but his fists? It kind of brings up the idea of it doesn't take weapons to be a terrible, awful person. Well, it wasn't even just his fists. I mean, he fucking raped them and fucking, you yeah. know, didn't feed them for weeks. Like, I guess they were saying that... He would feed them once every two weeks or something like that. They're not snakes. Good God. <laughs> I don't know. Some weird number like that. Like he would make sure that they were fucking like malnourished. And then that way, if they got pregnant, you know, he punch them in the stomach. Mm. And so like there wouldn't be abortion. enough for the kid to survive in addition to the beatings and all that. So that's just beyond fucked up, dude. You know, you mentioned guns and it kind of just, you know, brings up like how fucking retarded people are about guns now. I mean, take this story, for instance. Two boys suspended for pointing pencils like guns. How do you, how do you point a pencil like a gun? I don't, I don't think I can do it. <laughs> Watch out, you'll shoot lead at people. Hey, I'm going to ink your ass. On Friday, Christopher Marshall, a second grader at Driver Elementary School in Virginia, uh, and his classmate were playing with their pencils, pointing them at each other, making machine gun noises. When a concerned teacher pulled them into the principal's office, let's see, Wednesday, Marshall, 34, a a stay-at-home mother of five, told Yahoo, his teacher told me that Christopher and his friend were playing with pencils, making machine gun and bang-bang noises. I asked if they were pointing the pencils at anyone else, and they were angry or hostile, disrupting class or refusing to stop when asked by the teacher. She said no. I told her that I would speak to Christopher, but this this teacher said uh, she she was under obligation to report them anyway. So basically, they got reported to the school council and everything. So Wendy immediately picked up her son from school, and when she got there, the principal explained that due to the school's zero-tolerance policy against weapons, which I didn't know pencils were weapons, or anything that resembles a weapon, so we should no longer allow pencils or pens it in could school. Be anything, paper clips and rubber bands. It could be anything. Zero tolerance policy. He Zero was suspended t- on Monday oh. and Tuesday, and allowed to return back on Wednesday. I told the principal that Christopher's father was an ex-marine, and he's just emulating his dad. Wendy apparently said that the students were told at the beginning of the year that they couldn't pretend that any objects were guns. There are only four weeks left in school. How could any child remember that? Kids need to be reminded to bathe and brush their teeth. Besides, they were just being boys. Disciplinary report will be on... This disciplinary report will be on Christopher's uh, record forever. So, the kid's getting marked forever that, you know, he he has violent tendencies and shit. And, you know... He, he's going to be looked at for, you know, in case might bring a gun to school because he was playing with a pencil. Zero po- tolerance policies are absolutely stupid. It's not a gun. It's a pencil. 
So this is the part I like about it. Wendy took her son home and asked him to explain what happened. He asked, when he was asked, he was shaking in fear. He didn't understand why he was in trouble. She said, so we reenacted the scene and told him he did nothing wrong. Christopher's father alerted the local news station, and Wendy and Christopher spent the next two days eating ice cream, playing Mario Kart on the Wii, and cleaning the house. I let him drink soda, too, she says. Dun, dun, dun. I'm not even going to try to discipline him because this is messed up. Yeah, that's ridiculous, man. Uh, the only time you need to get on a kid is if he bring, if he like, if he like actively says, I'm going to shoot, like, I'm going to kill you, like, and he's not playing Indians and Cowboys or whatever. Cowboys, and, well, I mean, even then, like, Cowboys and Indians. So, someone's going to emulate shooting a bow and arrow. You're going to fucking zero tolerancy? No, because it's not a gun. No, but that's stupid. You said anything, any weapons, okay, so or anything that can be used as a weapon. I want all the kids out there to start shooting bows and arrows and throwing spears at each other and miming out that instead of pointing out guns. <laughs> I'm going to spear your ass. Fucking. But it's like he's, they said anything that can be used as weapons. Let's take hands, for instance, like the last story. So you can't have anything that resembles weapons. So no hands. You can't have any feet because you can kick people with them. You can't have teeth because you can bite people with them. You can't have words because you can hurt people's feelings with them. This is stupid. <laughs> it's, I mean, I know I'm making kind of ridiculous. I'm bringing it to ridiculousness, but it's such a huge slippery slope. And it's such a, a, a nebulous term. It's like you can't. It, where does it stop? Where does it stop? It's not real guns. They're not really trying to shoot each other. It is very easy to tell the difference between two kids playing like Power Rangers or, or whatever the fuck it was, or just, you know, machine guns and two kids actually getting into like really bad shit. And zero tolerance policies are just the core. Just the, it's the tool of people that are too stupid to think about what they're doing. It really is. I just. <sighs> Fucking stupid. It's fucking stupid. Well, speaking of that fucking... That bitch is a cunty cunt. <laughs> well, speaking of fucking stupid and school systems, Olivia Superior, former teacher, forced to resign after bikini modeling photo surfaces. Why'd she have to resign? She posed in clothing that you might see on any beach in America, but this ex-teacher said her bikini photos got her banned for good in her classroom. So... Former Martin County High School English teacher in Florida said she lost her job after one of her racy modeling photos. I use racy in quotes because it's literally just a swimsuit. Now, Oh, you have a picture of it? Yeah. Can I see it? Like, if I wish she was my teacher. If my teacher looked Holy like that, shit. I would have gotten an A. Can you can you give me about five minutes <laughs> and a towel? You you guys need to look this up. Actually, like, let, let's let's just make it three. I don't even need five. Like, she is fucking phenomenal. Like, yeah. Wow. Like, that's I, I wish that was my teacher. Yeah, me too. Why would I, what, hold on. Why would you fire her? Wouldn't she hold the kid's attention really well? <laughs> or at least the guys, right? Like, I don't know. She She's 26, and she modeled under the name Victoria James. That's such an overdone hold on, cliche. Hold on. Victoria James. <laughs> Write that Victoria down. Victoria James. Okay, got it. Keep going. You gonna look that up on your phone now or your laptop? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah. So I knew I didn't want she. Ultimately, though, it's kind of good because she knew she wasn't gonna come back to school and teach. But it's still kind of lame that she had to quit before the full year was out. But uh, she started teaching in 2011. She didn't uh, 
quite make it to the end of the year. Uh, she was called to the principal's office. Alfred Fabrizio, fucking pussy, uh, called in and showed her one of her own modeling pictures, and she confirmed that the picture was her. She was asked to resign that day. She, she Her closing statement was, I don't make pornography. I don't open my legs on camera. I take swimsuit glamour style photography pictures. Superior said she still plans to attend her student's graduation, and she knows that her students are happy for her, and she that they know that she loves her. So, yeah, she was a freshman and junior English teacher. Oh, I'm sorry. I was looking at pictures. <laughs> Did you find some? Uh, I found some. Um, I don't see it. See, I don't know if see, it's Victoria the right James Victoria is too James. many over. But if that's her, then that's pretty hot. No, that's not her. Damn. Even Maybe. still, though. Even still, though. We'll find out if there's a tattoo on her side. Uh, oh, yeah, there was one on that picture, wasn't there? It was on her left side, right? Yeah. I think so. <laughs> what about, is it, is it this one? No. <laughs> That's just some topless chick. That's boobies. Ooh, so, boobies. Wow. <laughs> oh, hey, I found a full color one. Awesome. <laughs> what does she have written there? Huh? What does she have written there? God, this really... Okay. This side up? You got di- you got distracted. What? Oh, hey. So Are we let, recording? Yes. Oh, shit. So let's bring up something that I knew was going to happen sooner or later. Okay. And obviously it was sooner. Uh, remember last week's episode when we talked about Jason Collins? Yeah, it was that gay NBA uh, player that we were talking about that came out. Yeah. Well, get this story. Kevin Grayson, college football star and hopefully soon to be NFL player, comes out as gay. So this guy is just hopping on the bandwagon. Yeah, I have the same question as I did last week. Why does it matter if you're gay or not? Let's see. As the tide of opening shifts on openly gay professional athletes, the former college football star and National Football League, hopefully, so he's up, he's going to be in the NFL draft or whatever, I'm guessing. Okay. He's hoping to be drafted to the NFL, and he's probably thinking that maybe since the Jason Collins came out gay, if I came out gay, I can get drafted and then get a whole PR stunt too. Former University of Richmond wide receiver Kevin Grayson comes out as gay during an interview with CBS Virginia's WTVR. This week, he told the station that he kept his sexuality a secret because he didn't want that sort of attention. But obviously, you want it now that he does. <laughs> now, now you want it that you're up for the NFL draft. Yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> so, uh, Grayson hopes for the NFL were dashed in 2011 due to a torn ligament. So he already tried out, actually, it looks like. So now he's trying to do it again. Uh, went on to play. Profe- he was in professional football in Italy and named MVP of the Parma Panthers after helping them win the Italian Football League. So now he's coming back gay, and he's trying to get into the NFL again. Well, I think he was gay when he left, too. <laughs> well, not coming back gay. Now he's coming out openly gay <laughs> and hopefully going to get signed. Is it what does. he's... It's the same thing I said last week and the same thing I said with the girls in sports thing. The only thing I give a shit about is your ability to do your job better than the last person. That <laughs> wait, wait, hang on. Girls in sports? Yeah. Remember? Don't make me laugh, man. <laughs> girls don't play sports. <laughs> N- knitting's a sport, isn't it? 
Well, I guess anything's on Cooking's it. a sport. I guess anything's on ESPN now. <laughs> actually, it's kind of funny. One of the ones that that women really seem to kick ass at that's actually fairly difficult. You ever watch billiards? Like like pool? Yeah. They actually for some reason it's dominated by women. Which is really which is really interesting. I, I have no clue why that would be. But uh women are better at math. What? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying they're not. I just I doubt the veracity of that claim as, as a whole for women. Um, but yeah, it's it's the same thing. It has no bearing on your ability to do your job. I don't care who you fuck. It does not matter to me. It really doesn't. It's it's not my business. Just like it's not anyone else's business who I fuck. That's it. That's all there is to it. All I care is your ability to if is he it doesn't matter if he's offense or de- is he offense or defense. <laughs> um it doesn't really matter what side he's on. I care about his ability to do his is job. Is he well. center or quarterback? <laughs> uh f- fullback. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It it like honestly to me this is just another PR stunt. Oh, undoubtedly. He's trying to get into the NFL. Like I knew this was gonna happen. And let's we see. said it last week episode that more people are gonna come out being gay. Yeah, you did. And and they're gonna try to use that to either get signed, re-signed, or picked up. Well, I mean, let's say he does get drafted. His entire career is gonna be a novelty. He's he's not. It's it's the same thing I said last week. His entire career is going to be used. Like they'll be exploiting a gay person to get more ticket sales. He's he's making his cause worse. He's, he's damaging his own cause. That's it. That's all you're doing. It's not relevant. And when you make it relevant, it just makes it look stupid. And that's it. That's all there is to it. Hey, well. Hey, well. Hey, well. Hey, well. All right. Did you have any stories? Yeah. Um. You actually had a lot of stuff covered, so um, I kind of ran out of shit. <laughs> but, well, so I guess, um, so the uh, Slayer, I mean, for those who... For those who live under a rock and don't know, Slayer, obviously, heavy metal band, been around for a long time. Um, I guess their guitar player, uh, Jeff Hanneman, died. And so they're going, the WBC, the Westboro Baptist Church, those idiots with the God Hates Fag signs and all that other stuff, thank God for dead soldiers or whatever, they're going to go protest his his uh, his funeral. All I have to say is good luck with that. Yeah. That's one mosh pit they won't make it out alive. <laughs> all I'm saying is raining blood. well another thing with westboro baptist church is like it was just on anderson cooper the other night um libby phelps alvarez a former west baptist church member breaks down in tears on anderson cooper and says that since she was basically eight uh that's when the brainwashing began Uh and like she you know apologized for all the bad things that she did and you know in support of the church and all the protesting and people she hurt while doing so um it's it's awesome because like it just seems like more and more members of the stupid westboro baptist church are breaking off and leaving the church good they're realizing what they're doing is completely stupid and 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 you know i i hate to say it but i i really think eventually it's going to start getting them you know, people are going to finally have had enough and bad things are going to start happening to it. I'm not advocating it. Well, I, I just think that fucking the old man, Fred, Fred, Phelps, Fred Phelps, the the actual creator and founder of it, needs to just die. <laughs> not saying want him killed or nothing. I'm just saying he needs to die. <laughs> like, natural causes. God just needs to, like, be like, 
Boom, gone. <laughs> to do list for the day: make breakfast, protest, funeral, die. Check, check, check. And you know the whole thing will just crumble after that because you know he's the only one really pushing for this shit. Well, there are a couple that are right <laughs> underneath him that are really crazy too. So sadly, I don't think that's gonna do it. I, I really don't think it's gonna help. I hopefully with the. I mean, maybe it'll be like a. Uh, uh, if Fred Phelps dies, they'll all fade into obscurity with their bullshit. But, but I've seen some interviews, and I don't remember their names. But I've seen some interviews that have been done with the people right under him. They're, the guys are probably in their forties, um, and they are deep into it too. So I think even if Fred Phelps dies, the crazy is not going to go away. So, oh, I can't remember his name. Damn it, Bill Clinton. No, uh. Fuck. Regis Philbin? No. Jesus? Now I can't think of his name. Fuck. Stop throwing out shit. (laughs) I'm trying Uh, to help, man. Uh. Fucking, uh. Fuck. Well, who who is he? he, He's a friend of Kevin Smith's, and he's also a a director and stuff. He does, like, um, uh, Small Town Gay Bar. He directed this, um, movie. And it was a documentary about the small towns. Um, is it Michael Moore? No. No, Michael Moore didn't do that stuff, did he? No, it was... Uh... <laughs> Bear with us, everybody. Dun, dun, dun. Malcolm dun, dun. Ingram. Yeah. Thank you. Malcolm Ingram. He I, did, did, it I didn't like, get through the song, man. He he did this documentary about uh, like these you know gay bars in the South mm-hmm. and, you know, like all the stuff they had to go through and, you know, fighting to stay open and all the hatred of people throwing bottles and shit at them. Uh, he actually interviewed Fred Phelps during that movie. And the funniest thing is Fred Phelps is talking about how he hates gays. He doesn't know Malcolm is gay. Mm. And, oh, really? And so oh, he, wait a he, minute. he was talking in, he, they did an interview. Like he was talking with Kevin and, uh, in this interview, he was talking about, yeah. So during this whole interview, I looked over at Fred's grandson and I was just looking at him and I was just thinking, damn, I bet he's gay. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks like he has a big dick. <laughs> what the fuck? That's a child, you asshole. No, he, he was old. He was like 18 or something. Oh, uh, well still, that's fucking gross. But yeah, it, it was just hilarious. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know. Fr- fuck the Westboro. Yeah, fuck Westboro. But, uh, to go off on, um, uh, Musicians and bands. Did you did you hear about Tim Lebesis? Lebesis? I don't I, know. However you say it. I don't know how. Liam Uh He was a singer for As I Lay Dying. Oh. He was arrested because he was talking to an undercover detective who he thought was a hitman to kill his wife. What? Yeah. Wow. Uh, it says that his wife, Megan Lebesis, uh said in court papers obtained by Associated Press on Wednesday that she was worried about the ability to for him to care, care for his, her three adopted children, not that she ever had any indication of that she felt like she was in danger. Like, I guess they're going through this custody battle and divorce, and a uh, law enforcement official said that he was arrested after receiving uh, tips by a 32-year-old singer that he was uh, uh, talking to an undercover detective about killing his wife and tried to hire him. And here's the thing I don't like about it in in the description. It says 32 year old singer who was covered in tattoos and known for his growling voice 
So they're basically trying to lambaste metal as being evil and fucking. If you have tattoos, you're going to have people killed. Like it's total That's bullshit. Stupid. Like, well, here's the thing I don't like about it. Dude is trying to get his wife killed. Well, yeah, but... <laughs> I mean, how, how do you even start that conversation? Walk well, as some random guy on the street be like, Hey, you know what time it is? Hey, do you have any pot? Can, can you kill my wife? Let's see. The couple adopted uh, children ages 4, 8, and 10 from Ethiopia. Um, is his wife Angelina Jolie? <laughs> but uh, she said that her husband was obsessed with bodybuilding and distracted while the children were often... Only texting and talking to him on the phone, uh, he would fall asleep while watching them at the beach or in the pool, and so she was afraid he wasn't, you know, like a upstanding parent because he was always on tour for six months at a time, you know, never home and spending thousands of dollars on tattoos. Well, and hold on, it, it, it's not a secret that he was on tour before they got all these. No, kids. I know, but like, <laughs> and then it, uh, and then she said that he also at times when they would go on an East Coast tours. Uh, would go visit a mistress. So, huh? I don't know. I don't even know what to make of that, man. And this is okay. This is the thing I don't like. Like, <clears throat> how much was the hit for? Doesn't say. <laughs> but here's the thing I don't. I don't get is like, okay, I understand the label, right? The record label, unless there's like one of those contracts where it says. If anything, like, cause I remember it was weird. Like when you worked at block, uh, when I worked at Blockbuster, mm. there was actually this thing that would, I could sign. And it was like, I think it was like five bucks per paycheck or something. Like they would take out. And if I ever got into any like legal trouble, legal thing, problems, or? they would represent me. Really? Yeah. Like even if it's not related to work? Yeah. Really? That's interesting. And, uh, did you do it? Well, yeah, I signed up for it. Huh? I never got in trouble with the law, so I mean, <laughs> it's kind of pointless. It's only good for as long as you are working there, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. But like, uh, <laughs> like sixty years later. <laughs> but the record label Metal Blade, this is what I don't like. Um, posted that bands fans that there are many unanswered questions in the situation that will become clear in the coming days and next weeks. Um, we'll keep you informed, and as best we can, our thoughts are now with Tim and his family and everyone else affected by this terrible situation. So basically they're still kind of like looking at him like, you know, maybe he's not guilty or some shit. It's like, I'm sorry, but if you're regardless of if like, he's a singer of a band that is underneath your label, why are you saying your thoughts are with him? Right. When he's obviously the, he was caught trying to have try, his wife killed, trying to kill his wife. Uh, you know, they're probably, I God, I don't even know why they would do that. I don't know. I don't know why they wouldn't say like you know our thoughts are with the wife, yeah, and with the family and the y- kids. Yeah, yeah, and fuck the guy that tried to get his wife killed. No, this is the guy that makes us money. Maybe it's a money thing. Maybe it's, this is the guy that makes us money kind of thing. I mean, I don't really know. That's really <coughs> weird. Well, I only got a couple more stories, but yeah. uh, let's... We'll, we'll burn through them though. Yeah, we're almost done. Yeah. Um, I want to go. I want to talk something that was actually kind of cool and a good story. Uh. Did you hear about what happened at Valley High School? In Baseball Sac- players? In Sacramento? Yeah. No. You didn't hear about the Valley High School like mm-hmm. incident? No. Let's see. In Sacramento, California, an amazing story of heroism, a Sacramento boys high school baseball team jumped into action and helped to save a student's life. Witnesses said that a woman accidentally hit a car in front of her and panicked and threw the, her car in reverse. In doing so, she ended up hitting and backing over her own daughter. Oh, God. 
The daughter God. then was stuck stuck beneath the car. And, oh my God! And, and and it was afraid to move the car because she didn't know how bad it would hurt the daughter. Right. So, a lot of she heard they, nearly a dozen baseball players who had practice on the field heard the commotion at a nearby field and ran over. Seven to ten people at the Valley High baseball team ran over and picked up the car. <laughs> High school kids wow. came together. The baseball team picked up the car and pulled her out. Wow. Yeah. That's that's impressive. <laughs> the I, that student... kind of reminds me of how I used to hear stories like they used to like if people drove like Volkswagen Beetles, their friends would prank them because they were so light. You get four burly guys that could pick up and physically move the car to yeah. another spot and shit. The teenage girl was a student at a different high school, Laguna, um, reached the hospital and for and fortunately her injuries were not serious. Wow. Jesus Christ, that's crazy. So, yeah, if if. Something goes on, just call your local baseball team, yeah. <laughs> high school team. <laughs> get a big, get a big spot like that has like a baseball in it, like Batman. <laughs> Help me, baseball team! You're my only hope. So I mean, I'm glad the girl is okay though, but that mom's a dumb shit. Yeah, I mean, are we gonna? Are we, do you know if they're gonna put charges on her or press no. charges on her? No. She she hit a car and then <laughs> ran over her daughter because she was stupid. Yeah, but she probably suffered too much trauma and already. Oh, I don't think she has. <laughs> That's what they'll say. I do the not think report. she has. You need to stick that bitch. Speaking of police reports, did you hear about the Florida woman, Deborah Ann Burns, hmm. who allegedly threw an eight-inch long kitchen knife at her boyfriend after he farted in her face? <laughs> <laughs> okay, he had it. Deborah <laughs> Ann Burns, 37, told Collier County... Detectives, an argument in, in sure, ensued Tuesday night while uh, the two were watching TV. Burns says her boyfriend purposely passed gas while walking by her. <laughs> he dusted her. <laughs> on the way to the kitchen. When officers responded to the report uh, to of a possible stabbing, they found Burns' boyfriend in front of the house with cuts on his abdomen Ooh. and left arm. According to Collier County Sheriff's, officers arrested Arrest report, uh, the victim told authorities that his stomach wound came when Burns and he were arguing in the kitchen over money. He said she threw the knife at him, left the house, but came back and struck him in the arm with a stick. According to the report, the victim makes no mention of allegedly alleged flatulence, but <laughs> continually stated Burns returned with he would kick her ass. Hold on, that's a good band name. Alleged flatulence. <laughs> so when detectives interviewed Burns, she allegedly asserted, asserted that her boyfriend became agitated and began yelling only after she confronted him about this fart. <laughs> so don't fart in front of your girlfriend's face or she might stab you. And make sure there's no knives in the house at least. <laughs> or, Or actually better yet, Make sure when you fart, you hold her down so she can't go get the knife. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Or, or like Dutch oven or something. All right. And I left the last story. Crim. Best, best for last? Best for last. Best for last. Crim de la Resistance. I don't know if I said that right, but whatever. <laughs> Peace de la Resistance. Peace not, whatever. Viva la Resistance. Origami. Viva la Resistance. R-A-I. Condom. For receptive anal intercourse. Whoa. 
<laughs> what? RAI condom, receptive anal intercourse. What? The world's first specifically for anal sex condom. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> now the trend continues with what, what, another what? new condom <laughs> prototype from Origami Condoms. Oh, what, the RAI, receptive anal intercourse condom. Are they made out of paper? Which company claims would be the first to specifically design for this activity. As the instructive video above shows, this condom utilizes columns that expand and contract inside the body during the intercourse. Origami's website offers two advantages to using the RAI condom instead of traditional condom. One, easy insertion method. Oh, God. The positions and anchors the condom internally and two, uh, the tubular structure of the condom provides a natural internal liner for the penis in the internally <laughs> lubricated condom. What the fuck <laughs> is wrong with... Pe- this site also states that the condom is intended to provide a receptive partner with an initiative to use a condom without negotiation uh yeah oh, so basically if you look this up i do not want to look that up it's like a butt plug that has a flared out end why would you show me this <laughs> why you're an asshole take that back why the fuck would you show me this what is wrong with you i don't know i think i don't it, I, don't, I do not want to see that video man i do not I just fucking just i think we'll post it on the site Oh, I don't. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that one. Oh God, I have a really good story too. But I don't. Are we out of time? Yeah, we're uh, gonna get going. I got. I'm already late. I was supposed to be at the boardwalk now. Okay. Well, I guess we'll. Uh, we'll see you later then. I'm. But yeah. But uh. Whoop, who knows? Maybe <laughs> uh. Maybe I'll get that uh. As a gift for somebody this weekend. Who? <laughs> oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Fuck so happy Mother's Day, mom, Fuck and uh, hopefully you uh, have a great day. Don't be a douchebag, son or daughter. Tell her you love her. Send her some flowers. Don't be a cunty cunt. Uh, maybe get an RAI condom for no. them. No, no, <laughs> no. Or if you do, you you at least have to take video and send it to us, so we can post it. Even if it's with certain moms. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to be it for the Outcasters this week. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. I got to go to a show. Take it easy. I'm C-Core. Peace I'm out. Politic. Peace out.